Welcome to the Finder of Lost Things, exploring your superpowers of trust, healing and transformation with me, Hannah Belton. My brother, Christian, disappeared in Mali, Africa in 2003. He disappeared without a trace. We lost his story. We didn't have closure. We lost so much. I was fighting and searching to find Christian when actually I just needed to sit in stillness and attract him in. I was so resistant to doing this, but I had to surrender. It's a process of trusting and finding the lost pieces and and integrating them. This podcast will uncover the process that Christian and I went on to find the lost things, him, and to find the parts of me that were missing. And we were destined from the start to tell our story into the dark for we were born to a great white shark Hello everybody and welcome in. Please come in. I've got a fire here. I'm ready to tell you some stories. Uh, I'm ready to spread the joy and the love and uh, all the messages and learnings that I have gained through my own grief and healing journey. Um, And I'd love to share them with you all. So please come in. Uh, okay, I suppose I should start with introducing myself. Um, seeing as this is our first program, uh, we're here for six months with you. I say we, I'm going to introduce somebody to you in a minute. Not quite yet, but um, yeah. So my name is Hannah Velton and I am a grief healer, a writer, and now a radio show and podcast host. So, uh, okay, I'm going to tell you some labels that I would label myself as and this is quite important and it will kind of become clear at the end of the the program but okay so I'm a daughter I'm a sister I'm a wife I'm a mother I'm a stepmom I'm a sister-in-law I'm a member I'm a uh, part of a village Um, what else lots of things I I write, as I said. Um, I've also been a ghostwriter. I've been a journalist. I've been a farmer, farm worker. Uh, I've been a journalist on Farmers Weekly. Um, and all these labels are what we give ourselves. That's how we define ourselves. Um, and as you'll see, a lot of the program and what we're going to do in the next six months is actually uncover all those labels that we give ourselves. And they kind of limit us in a lot of ways because uh, certainly in COVID, we're finding now, I mean, there's a lot of similarities between COVID and also what happened when my brother Christian went missing. Huge amount uh, of similarities. And they, they trigger you to actually, I'm sure you've all been through it over the last uh, year. You've been uh, really looking inside, inside ourselves and to see what is underneath all the labels, what's the true, true you. 
Uh, and a lot of this is going to be about trusting yourself and trusting the process and trusting what's going on around you and what you're being asked to do. It's really important about what you're being asked to do. Uh, so today, actually, on the 18th of January, marks it's it's so strange how the timing of this has come round. Uh, again, it's like this divine timing, which I'm going to talk about a lot over the next uh, months. Uh, it's actually, oh gosh, it's actually 18 years ago since I last hugged Christian goodbye before he went to Africa. And it's also two years and one day since I was told that I needed to do these podcasts and this radio show. Uh, it's taken me two years and one day to... Uh, pluck up the courage I guess <laughs> to do this and um, yeah this is the reason why we're here and actually I'm going to introduce you to the reason why I'm here and I guess why this whole this whole journey and this whole transformation and happened and as if by magic my lovely producer Olivia I hope will out of is he going to appear? <laughs> not going to He's appear. right there, yeah. <laughs> oh, he is right there. I can't see him on the screen. Where is he? Is he there? He's there, right there. Ah, okay. So this is my brother, Christian. <laughs> and um, I'm going to, I hope he, yeah, I don't want to lean on him or whatever. But uh, so this is Christian. This is my brother. So uh, as I said in the intro, he was 27 nearly 28 uh, when he went traveling to Africa and uh, as you can see in his uh, in the picture this is taken just before he went to Africa so this is really the last sort of photo photos we have of him um, as you can see he's a really handsome chap <laughs> and uh, he's going to come in now um, okay I should explain to anybody who doesn't know anything about us um, Christian and I choose to continue our sibling relationship. I choose to bring Christian with me. He chooses to be with me. Uh, he comes in and out of, of life, my life. Um, he will always be, I mean, we have made films before. We've made live Facebook films before in 2018 to 2019 they're all on a Facebook uh, sorry all on a, um, a YouTube channel uh, the finder of lost things and there are at, we've actually uploaded 30 um, films that we've already made together so you can view them in if you if you fancy um, but yeah he uh, uh, where to start he comes and goes and he's going to be very much um with me during these six months. Uh, yeah, so why are we here right now? Okay, in terms of, um, it's a time of renewal, is essentially this time of year, so late December into late January is for me a time of renewal. I'll talk a lot about the uh, medicine wheel and the wheel of the year that I, I, have a lot of um not reliance on but i i very much watch the cycles of the year and what they mean uh so this this time is renewal and as we go into i know 
in America, you've got um, your President Trump and uh, President Biden, the change over. Um, and in England at the moment, I'm in Southeast England, we have uh, another lockdown. Uh, we have homeschooling. Uh, it's been very chaotic this last couple of weeks. So yeah, my preparation for the show has been somewhat lacking. Uh, we are in this massive time of change and I see it in a very positive way as a time of renewal at the moment. We are going to tell you our story. So from 2003 all the way through to, to now, because it's been 18 years of, of a journey and um, both Christian and I have been on. Um, and we are going to just use the, like the ancient art of storytelling you are going to take out what you need from each episode. We're going to try and tell the story chronologically as it happened to us. So you can see the layers that were opened and, and how everything happened. Um, it, honestly, we're going to start right from the beginning. So, and we're going to be as honest as we possibly can. I don't want to hide anything because... I think um, being honest and telling the truth, we have to do that. Uh, you will take out what you need from our stories. Uh, you can either go episode by episode or you can just dip into episodes if they speak to you on the title or anything. You will get what you need from them. Um, so why are you here with us? We're here to tell you our story. We're here to uh, heal and transform grief in the world. We really do want to provide everybody with a a grief ritual that really works, really heals and really transforms. But I'm wondering why are you here? What are you searching for? What have you lost? Obviously for me, it was my brother. Uh, Christian will tell you his own story about why he was exploring and what he was trying to find. Um, but I just think we, we have to have a complete and fierce trust in the process what we're being asked to do and everything that's happening at the round us at the moment is there for us these things are happening for us so that we can find our true self and we can really use our voices and do what we're really here to do um I'm just going to introduce you to a song. It's our theme tune. It's called Great White Shark. And I'm sure when you heard, heard the intro, you thought, oh, what's that about a great white shark? I had exactly the same feelings. Um, the great white shark um, brings a ferocity. It brings a tenacity, plumbing the emotional depths and using instinct and really focusing on a goal. And that's what I really, that's what Christian and I did uh, to find each other. And this is really a lot about what you're gonna find out. Uh, it's having a, that clear goal of what you're missing, what have you lost and how you can find it. So I'm just gonna play, I'm just gonna ask Olivia to, um, to play this amazing song and you will hear all about the person who wrote it and how she wrote it and um and what it means for this for this uh for this radio show this podcast <laughs> <laughs> 
there's a piece of me inside of you You fan that flame till it burns again There's a piece of you inside of me My guiding light, my eternal heat We claimed our birthright from worlds apart Live side by side, speak heart to heart And we were destined from the start To tell our story into the dark For we were born to a grave white When you were gone, I couldn't see a way to bring you home to me. My hopes were high, but were in vain that I would see you here again. I couldn't reach you, though I tried. I told your story far and wide. I had no Oh my goodness, I feel emotional um, listening to that again. Um, I heard, first heard that song on the 15th of September last year. Uh, and my good friend, uh, who I'm just about to introduce you to, uh, Laura Gardner, uh, she sent me this uh, this text message on WhatsApp with this recording of this song that she just wanted me to hear. And she sort of said it had come from nowhere and, and there it was. Uh, and anyway, I, I listened to this song and I couldn't believe it. It was, it was about Christian and I. Um, so I don't want to talk too much more about that. Laura can explain it all, uh, how this song came into being and how we met in the first place, which was rather strange, and how our lives have kind of crisscrossed for the last, I don't know, 18 months or so. So hi, Laura. Thank you very much for joining me. How are you? I'm good, Hannah. How are you? Yeah, I'm good. I'm 
yeah I'm enjoying this first show it's really <laughs> really enjoying it and um so I just want to go back like it, to show people what happens um when uh, <laughs> I was going to say things that happen around Christian and I um just all these amazing coincidences and this sort of magic seems to happen and you're a perfect example of uh of something that happened so can you kind of explain how we met I know you were just saying that um you weren't even supposed to be where we were um when we did meet so yeah so um we well, we we sing well it's not the moment but we sing in a choir together don't we and um it was gospel at the social, choir. yeah gospel choir um and yeah I, I almost didn't go to the social uh, after we'd done our, our Christmas concert in 2018 but I I did end up there and um by complete chance I don't think we'd ever spoken before had we but by complete chance, I ended up sitting down next to you. And I remember just having, you know, that first chat that you have with people, you know, what do you do? And um, I can remember very distinctly, you hesitated before you told me. <laughs> um, yeah. and well, the funny I, thing is um, that I, this is part of the story is that I had never really told anyone that I didn't know what I was doing uh, and what I was moving into the work that I was moving into so there was this big gulp and I thought oh I'm gonna have to just say it because Laura seems okay <laughs> anyway yeah uh carry on <laughs> well it's funny because I'd always been really fascinated by you know anything spiritual so um I'm, I'm very glad that you did tell me and um I was immediately interested and I remember you gave me your card and it wasn't until I think the whole of our break from singing with the choir had almost passed. I was going through some old papers and I found it again and I just felt really strongly like I, I ought to contact you and I remember you did a reading for me. And um, yeah, I got to know about your story with Christian as well and sort of looked it all up and was just blown away by it all. So um, yeah, I guess it was another, probably a year later um and then I'd had I think I think I've had three readings with you now um and it was after one of them I was driving home and suddenly started to just get this song come into my head and I had been trying in the previous months to to write songs because I just got back into music not having really picked up my guitar in ages and it just wasn't working and all of a sudden there I was driving back on year 27 and this song just started to come to me and first of all it seemed like it was about a really strong heart connection and I had someone in mind a really good friend of mine actually um who's far far away and despite the distance we have this really strong heart connection and it started to be about that and then all of a sudden I remember just this lyric came into my head that seemed to just drop into my lap from nowhere um and it was we were born to a great white shark and I had this really distinct impression that I had no idea where it had come from it made no sense to me it didn't feel like it come from my head at all um but I was just really curious about it so I went with it and there was just this spark of an idea at that point. I was like, hang on a minute, what if this is about Hannah and Christian? And I just followed the thread and I just kept following it. And over the next, I guess it was a few weeks, the song wouldn't leave me alone. And 
I just it would just come to me I'd be talking to people and it would just keep on going round and round my head and it, it wasn't fully formed at first and you know I've been back over little voice notes that I recorded for myself and it's morphed and changed and it, it feels like it really it wrote itself and I just just kept on feeling compelled to just keep pushing it forward and eventually it became this fully fledged song and as I said I hadn't ever written a fully fledged song before and there it was just it sort of fell out um and then once it was finished it just really felt like it belonged to you Hannah and I as you said I sent you that voice uh, text message and I remember the feeling of when I'd sent it it was just like something in me took flight and it was almost like this thank you that it was out there and it was with the right person and it, yeah it just it just felt so right Oh, it's so beautiful. I like the whole I I just it was the first time I heard it, I was just in floods of tears. And I think every time I heard it for the last for you know, for ages I was and I even listened to it earlier today and I was in floods this morning. So I'm glad I managed composure <laughs> during that bit. Um but it was interesting what you said about um the heart connection, like the heart to heart. You had a, a friend um that you have that connection with. And um there's something here about Sorry, I'm going a little off piece here, but there's something about one of the gospel songs that we actually sang together in that Christmas concert. And it was called Speak to Me. Um, yeah. And it was the lyric was something like um, speak to me in a small voice, um, clearing pain and sorrow uh, and having that clear connection with it was obviously about God being a gospel song. But having that in that when you're in that pain and sorrow and having that quietness and that small voice that you can still talk and communicate heart to heart with people um that was something that's just popped in so i must <laughs> must mention that um and the other thing you were saying about the like the idea um kind of circling around and keeping coming back to you and i i know we talked about the book um i've got it here actually big magic um yeah. Um, by Elizabeth Gilbert and she talks about this idea about having an idea that wants to come and live in in you or be born through you so we we talked about that didn't we that sort of the big magic that happens when you're being creative and getting that idea and catching it and actually allowing it to come through you yeah and I had, had just been reading that book I think either just before or just after and it suddenly just struck me that that's exactly what it felt like that I had had this come to me rather than you know from inside me it felt like it had dropped in and yeah I had a really strong sense that it was this idea that wanted to just come out of me but hadn't been from me in the first place if that makes sense so yeah yeah really, really struck a chord so what a, what what does this mean how, how has this sort of changed change your direction has, has it changed your direction in life or are you I've definitely really started exploring more um yeah my music and it's given me a feeling that I can actually maybe pursue this and, and be creative and become that channel and um, I've already sort of gone down the route of looking into that sort of ethos of being a light worker and um, bringing light into the world through creativity and that, that's something that I'm definitely looking a lot more closely at now um, so yeah it's been a real leap forward for me it's been it's been really lovely oh I'm so glad I'd, I'd love for you if if you get any other ideas that want to come and be born through you if you'd share them with us we've got we're here for six months so you never know some more songs might come in 
might come in for you. Like now you're open up, you've opened up that channel, haven't you? So uh, yeah, amazing. Yeah, absolutely. And actually we, we looked at, um, we did, I did quite a lot of research actually around the great white shark because this image of, you know, where does that come from? Um, and I, I, there's a, there was a, I found some information from Hawaii actually uh, that I think we discussed yeah, um, yeah. about the idea of this. They have a phrase. I'm not even going to begin to pronounce a Hawaiian phrase, but um, it tra roughly translates as um, um, I am finished to the great shark, all consumed by the big shark. I'm finished so deeply in love that I know not what to think. And I think, you know, certainly between Christian and I, that that um, the, the search I did for him and even his explorations as well. We, we do all these things without love, sorry, with love, without any sort of ego thought, you know, it's just something you're driven to do it. And it's like you, you with your music, you're just driven to, to create. And there's no, you kind of lose yourself in it, don't you? There's, it just takes over and, and you can be almost totally unaware of how emotional you're being or how, you're being received but yeah do you, do you feel that when you have when you're playing your music and and writing yeah, that, yeah it's something again that I'd really discovered very recently um just before the song then came to me so I just started um playing music and partly it was a result of um a course that you'd introduced me to and um mm -hmm. it opened me up to being more visible and but one of those things that I did was I just posted a, a video of myself singing a cover song at the time because I hadn't written any songs at that point and it was this sense of just absolutely being enveloped in that song in that moment and just feeling completely yeah lost in it and consumed by it and that was the feeling that I'd not connected to for a very, very long time. Like when I had it way back when I was a kid, you know, and that's much more accessible to you. But mm. that was the first time it had come to me as an adult and I'd started to really connect with that again. So it's, um, yeah, something I want to keep doing. Yeah, absolutely. That's, that's when you know you're on the right track, isn't it? When that you get that, that feeling of, oh, this is what I'm meant to be doing or you just can't stop it. It's such a fantastic feeling. Um, and also that was quite interesting about using your voice because uh, I know obviously we've talked about being um, and even me doing this radio show and, and speaking about what I do and um, it's that fear of maybe re releasing your voice um, mm -hmm. but I think both of you and I in the in the 18 months I guess that we've known each other also have both been through that process of oh, we've just got to use our voice. We have to, you know, there's, you yeah. can't stop it. it it's, um, so how do you, how do you get, how did you get over the fear of using your voice? It was more that just a few things fell into place. Um, and I realized how much I was blocking myself. So once I'd seen that quite clearly, I suddenly realized that it was within my control to then just liberate myself and just start to use my voice again and yeah that feeling of just being present and putting myself out into the world and feeling like I, I could do that was yeah yeah it was it was lovely magical it is it is magical isn't it and and to feel safe doing it I think once you 
you kind of have to take the step, don't you? You have to do a Facebook Live or you have to do something, you have to do an action, do something. And yeah. then the feeling kind of catches up with you that, oh, actually, this is okay. And then it changes your sort of thought process. So you're going to carry on doing it. Yeah, it's like releasing a cork from a bottle, I think. And you suddenly think, oh, there's more of this. It can come out. It kind of becomes um yeah quite quite attractive to keep on expressing yourself in that way I think and yeah to see what effect it can have around you as well just to know that like you said it you're accepted and and people are happy to receive that it's it's really nice that's right oh well I hope um I hope we have a continued relationship on this show Laura and um it's been absolutely a pleasure to, to chat with you as always um and I think we're just going to go for a quick break now and then we'll be back later on. Thanks very much, Laura. Lots of love. The Finder of Lost Things, exploring your superpowers of trust, healing and transformation with me, Hannah Belton. When my brother Christian went missing, I completely denied my grief. We can either transform and transition or we can stay stagnant this podcast will uncover the process that christian and i went on to find the lost things him and to find the parts of me that were missing and there's things that are missing in you that prevent you from letting go whether it's a person a dream a lifestyle that process of trusting and finding the lost pieces and and integrating them that's where you get your sustainable transition that will carry on tune in every monday at 9am pacific on transformationtalkradio.com you can find me at hannahvelton.online Lawrence, just uh, welcome back, sorry, to the, the finder of lost things. Um, Laura's just pointed out that my top here looks like it's got gills on it. So there you go, I'm bringing the shark theme in. Um, I also wanted to bring in another, per or another I call them per people, they're not obviously people, but an another energy into the show. We've had the shark and I'd like to also bring in the fox to this to this session um i work with um lots of spirits obviously there's christian uh i work with um ancestors i work with animals spirits um all sorts come in to say hello uh fox came in and he's been around so much um he brings to me this kind of um feeling of an in-between time I know I talked about renewal at the beginning of the show um, but it really does feel like this sort of in-between time in COVID where everything's kind of slowed down and we're all spending a lot more time with families and at home and and really having to live with ourselves <laughs> and I think that's brought you know COVID has triggered so much um, grief that has laid very deep for a long time um you know I'm seeing it all the time this kind of all these feelings are suddenly coming up that you maybe feel that you haven't uh, that you know you've you should have got over by now uh, and they're all coming up and and it's really making us question you know what why why do these feelings keep coming up what what's missing what's what am I still searching for um and I must point out um 
I have a an emergency grief kit which I downloaded from Spirit. It's three films. Um, I recorded them last year, but they are if you are in that um, that grip of of grief and fear and pain at the moment, please do go to my website um, and you can access them for free. Um, there's you know over the years I've been doing this work. people come to me for so many different reasons obviously we have the, the grief uh, of, a, of a missing person but there's also estrangements there's uh you know age-old grief that just has never been processed uh we have parents we have children um we have all sorts of um of energies that come through uh christian's very much uh, he acted initially actually very much as a, as a sort of gatekeeper and he would actually bring people to me and I know he still does it. He still does it. I know there are people in the audience listening to this and, and Christian does this all the time. Uh, anyway, um, and actually Christian, interestingly, um, I know we've just heard Laura's beautiful song, but um, somebody else has also just come forward to who would like to write a poem about Christian, in, uh, inspired by Christian and actually like write him a, she she called it actually an epitaph, you know, like um, to this 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 young explorer who went off and actually, like the great white shark, he had a focus and he was so driven. He he so knew what he wanted to to get out of his his journey to Africa. We're going to talk all about that in the next episode. Um, but I just wanted to um, say a few other things about the beginning. It's almost like we have our backpack. We kind of see it as a pack, backpack of, of the lessons we've learned, the messages we've received from, from spirit. Um, there are a lot of those in the, in the emergency grief kit and in the films that we've made already together. But there's this real feeling that we have this, um, we have so much to share. You know, we did an awful lot of things that actually I won't say wrong, but we made a lot of mistakes and we took a long time to find, you know, 18 years. We took a long time to find each other. We took a long time to process everything. And we kind of like here to give some shortcuts <laughs> and to make it a lot easier. But um, there's one thing that if you're really feeling alone, like I was, I think like we've all been, if we're all, we don't want to ever be alone. And I think COVID has brought us really you know who you are when you're um when you're faced with grief you know what's missing you know what you've got but um you it's very clear who you are when you've got um when you've got that grief and you might think that you're all alone and that you know everything's kind of lost and when is this ever going to be right um i just have to tell you that all is not lost and you need to, oh gosh, there's this thing about um, soul family, like calling in help. You can't get help unless you ask for help. Okay, now that goes across, and Christian's talking to me now, that goes across oh, in, in, in whatever circumstances you find yourself in in life, whether that's asking for physical help reaching out to somebody, whether that's reaching out to spiritual help. Um, I reached out all the time for physical help. And in the end, that physical help 
wasn't enough to get Christian to me. I then had to ask for spiritual help. I'd never even thought about asking for spiritual help. I wasn't spiritual in the slightest. So for anyone here who's thinking, oh, Hannah must have been doing this for years and this is this is what she does. I'm I, <laughs> laughing. It's like, I was, it, like people who know me for a long time, they would never have thought I'd be doing this. Seriously, but I was desperate. I had no other way. We, we as a family had no other way of finding Christian. And, uh, you know, when everything externally is going to pot, I was going to say something else then, but, um, and you really can't get any help from outside. You need to go within because there's all the help you could possibly want inside. Um, but I had a massive soul family I have one in spirit. We all have a soul family in spirit, whether you've had people that passed over or, or not, you've got ancestors, you've got all your guides, but we'll talk about that in later shows. Um, but actually a client of mine who I'm working with at the moment, she's South African. And um, she, she has, they have words for what they, for close family, which is family for like mum, dad, brothers, siblings. And they also have, I hope I pronounced this right. It's Hosan, uh, which is actually like an extended family. So it doesn't necessarily have to be relatives. It can be friends who are like family. Um, and these are the people that you can ask to support you. Okay. If you are the people who, who you feel good around, the people who give you energy, the people who like spark something in you, like Laura is for me. And all through this journey, once I started to ask for help, these people appeared out of nowhere. Like, seriously, like you just need to ask for help. Like soul family. There are so many people and energies out there who are there to help you and support you. And they might just be around for a couple of minutes. You might just meet them, but they are there to help you move forward on your journey. Um, we're all about regaining balance. So obviously uh, Christian going missing, all the grief, all the, um, you know, we haven't, there might be people listening here who haven't been able to say their farewells to people during COVID properly. Um, they might've got COVID and still be living with the effects of long COVID. You know, there's, there's, so much that um I kind of see it as a as a sort of uh, as a helmet that you put on uh which complete which is like and and a, we have this image also of a grief cage that you sort of sit in and this um these heavy feelings that come in when when grief is around we'll talk a lot more about this um but I just want to give you a little something that was given to me as well so a little tip I guess is that if you plant yourself if you kind of visualize yourself and plant yourself in the ground um the heartbeat that you can hear so the earth the heartbeat of the earth is the same all around the world so even if you're not near the people that you love or um you know that 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 and you're feeling all I was going to say discombobulated. That's a long word, but um, you know, if you're feeling like you're you're helpless and you're out of control, just kind of ground yourself and and listen to that heartbeat of the earth. 
it really does bring you back in, into balance. And that's what I was saying about the, the wheel of the year and the balance of nature and the cycles of nature in this time of renewal where things are really being broken apart and like new growth is appearing. And it's, it's just breathe, just breathe and be out in nature as much as you can as well. And this, uh, the other idea that I wanted to talk to you about, and this, this kind of like balance, refinding balance is so important. I could never have reached Christian um, if I hadn't been lifted out of out of my sort of low vibration that sort of grief cage and that that helmet of grief it really constricts everything in life um and just having that that regaining that balance and climbing I I don't know how we haven't haven't got time now but um I recently over Christmas uh, our family dog died and um she was nearly 13 years old and we had to literally climb our way up and out of the sort of low vibration of of grief to actually reach her uh and I'll tell you about that another day but this whole thing about um bringing gratitude and joy and and that sort of balance back into life is so important it it just clears so much and allows so much to come into you um and I was talking at the end, I must just um, finish on the labels that I was talking about, or the labels that we give ourselves. <sighs> okay, so we are here to create our own story, okay? We have so many limitations placed on us. You know, if anyone had said, um, you know, you will be able to find Christian, you will be able to, to heal your grief, you'll be able to transform him and you, I would have never believed it, it was not possible. In, in culture, it's not possible to find missing people and without a body, without anything, you know, without, without proof, um, it's just not possible. Um, and I guess Christian and I are here just to tell you anything is possible if you put your mind to it and you commit to making changes. It really is up, up to you. Um, and uh, we, yeah, just it, it, these things are possible. They really are. Anything can happen. Anything can happen. And um, we are capable of so much more than we think. So these labels that we put on ourselves, there is so much more to you. There's so much more to me that obviously we're going to find out over the six, six months. So look, if anything happens to you that you would like to share, I'd love this to be a real... Um, community around this this radio show this podcast if anything that you want to share or share your story I mean we're going to have lots of other guests that are going to come on and share their stories but I would really really love to yeah ha have a real transformation here that people really are able to find a way of dealing with their grief, with fear, with pain that truly heals and truly transforms. These things are possible. So we have uh, a kind of website around the, the podcast called findoflostthingspodcast.com. 
So you can come and you can comment, you can leave us a voicemail. You can, uh, yeah, we just really love some input. You can ask questions. Um, and, you know, we really can make the choice. Whatever situation, physical situation you're in, you really can change the situation. And you do that by changing your thoughts. But as we said with Laura, you do really need to start taking the actions. So I hope something in this um, in this show has made you maybe think differently about your situation, maybe about your relationships, maybe about what's possible. Um, and there's another something I just wanted to share about this. Uh, this I have this image of a spiral. And it really is a process of drilling down into really what is missing. What do you have that you can rely on? And then what is missing? What is really are you searching for? And that relies on the quiet time. And it relies on going within. And I know that's really difficult. I resented and resisted that for so long, but just maybe taking a few moments of your day, just five minutes of your day, maybe just to sit in, in quietness and just see what comes up. Um, we are all here to learn and to grow. Energy doesn't sit still, <laughs> you know, cycles in nature nature doesn't sit still it's always moving christian was always moving he was an explorer obviously and he was walking thousands of miles well he was supposed to be anyway but uh he never stopped moving and there's this latin saying actually called it is solved in walking that's the translation and Grief keeps you very stuck and very solid and heavy. And it saps that move that movement from you. And a lot of this is that is starting to walk again, starting to move again, allowing the ideas to come into you, like with Laura, using your voice, singing, whatever it is, it's walking, it's moving. It's allowing and breathing. It's just allowing everything to, to start moving and to start to rise. So you have to kind of drill down into, into what's going on and that emotional depth using the great white shark. But then it's also softening and opening up and rising and rising. Um, and also... I started on this journey because of my children. Like I could have quite easily have left Christian as you know, he's going to say something in a minute. Yeah, I know. I know. Um, I could, could quite easily have left him in Africa as, as a lost person. Um, but that wasn't what was supposed to happen. And yeah, the, the reason I really 
had to do what I did was because of my children asking about Uncle Christian and I just couldn't talk about him without crying. Um, there's lots of people who are probably listening to this show who uh, who knew me, have known me for quite a long time, and I never mentioned Christian's name. They didn't know I had a brother. Uh, and once the children started to ask questions about Uncle Christian, then, oh dear, I said I wouldn't cry. <laughs> um, I just knew I had to find out what had happened to him. And I made, I committed to doing it. I had to find out. And you will see from, from the, the stories we're going to tell. Yeah, we will start right from the beginning. We will talk about what happened when Christian went missing. Um, he can tell his side and I'll tell our side. But yeah, that, that um, I, I could not let Christian just be, you know, almost a romantic figure that had gone missing. I didn't want my son particularly to feel that he needed to go and find Uncle Christian. Um, for anybody, when you, I'm sure most people don't know about Mungo Park, who is the explorer that Christian uh, was inspired by and um, who he went off in, in Mungo Park's footsteps. Um, I'm hoping to tell you a lot more about Mungo and his extraordinary story as well. But um, yeah, I didn't want my son and any future generations feeling that they had to go and do the same trip. And you, as I've gone on this journey, you do realize that, you know, you are part of a, of a long chain of ancestors. You have, there's a, there's a beautiful saying about you, um, you know, you have, seven generations behind you and you have seven generations ahead of you and if you are the one to decide to to heal a long-standing family rift or mystery or grief that's been passed down um it's like you are the hope of the generations because when you heal as our story will show, show when you heal you can affect all the generations backwards and in your actions, you uh, affect all the generations forwards. And I'm just getting something about, um, we were talking earlier about having a grief ritual that really works. And I know uh, having talked to so many people, uh, particularly recently, and why grief is such a, 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 a I was gonna say a problem, it's, it's more than that. It's such a weight in the world. It really is. And we can see it now. This It's, it's almost getting to dangerous proportions of separation and um, fear that are in the world. And um, it, it, we just need, as, as a culture, as a society, to learn how to grieve, to have a good grief, and how to pass that on to our children. Uh, I don't know how long I've got now, probably not much longer, but um, I was just saying about our family dog that we we actually, she passed over on, on Christmas day after being with us for nearly 13 years. And I was able to help my family through that process. And 
it's been it was such a relief to actually be able to take them through this ritual that has allowed them to also keep uh Duffy with us you know for each one of us she is still with us and still part of our lives and um actually she so Christian sits on my left side but um uh Duffy also sits by my side as well at the moment so I just would love to be able to we would both love to we have a we have a mission to heal and transform grief in the world which we will tell you how that mission came up because that was an awful lot later but we have this this mission to uh to really make a difference now and you know Christian is no longer this as I said before this sort of lost lost explorer he's here he still is able to connect with people I know he does that still and he you know his his this physical life that he had hasn't been wasted. Um, I know mum would always say that, you know, it was such a waste losing Christian like that, but actually it's not because he's here now and um, we can still make something out of this, which, which we will. He's just saying, yes, (laughs) we totally will. Um, The other thing is I really want to, to talk about is and very very quickly at the end our story is not quite complete when um we'll talk about all this um at another episode but we have thing one thing that is still missing in our story and that is some um camera cards like christian went off to africa he had a stills camera and he had a film camera and he was attacked in Kita in Mali. Um, this came out during our our films that we made together. Those are still uh, out there. I know they're coming to me. I right at the top of the show, I said it's taken me two years and a and a, and a day to to um, to do this podcast. And uh, at that time, when I was told I had to do a podcast, I was also told that these camera cards will come back to to me. And it will kind of like complete our story and not prove, but just so that we can uh, kind of really close the story. Um, So they're coming. I don't know when they're coming. They're coming at exactly the right time. So it would be lovely if they're part of this uh, part of this show. Uh, But, yeah, that's just something I wanted to put in there. So, look, next week we're going to definitely talk about um, Chris. I think Christian's probably going to take over a lot next next week. Uh, And we're going to go right back to the right back to the beginning, which is, well, 2003. But actually, the story starts before that. Um, But, yeah, I think that's all I need to say. So lots of love. And do if you want to join us, do come to finder of lost things podcast dot com. And um, I hope you've got something out of this episode. And if you have, we'd love to know. Do come and have a chat with us. So that's all we need to say. And we'll see you next week. Lots of love. Thank you very much for listening. Thank you for listening to The Finder of Lost Things. I think we've been triggered so long and so hard by covid and it's going to carry on 
people are getting used to to stillness and they're getting used to um, more solitude but how do you use that time for the highest good this process that we're going to explore will bring back the joy and purpose to life that wholeness you know that sort of harmony and flow and togetherness people are really ready to find their lost parts now you can find me at hannahvelton.online Views expressed on this program are those of the host, guests, and callers, and do not necessarily reflect the views of the station, its management, or advertisers. You're listening to Transformation Talk Radio.